Joystick and Mouse video game news and reviews for all you filthy casuals out there. My name is Alex. I go by Crossing the Gaming Community. With me, as always, is Diddy. Daddy, folks. And J Dimes. What up? Gentlemen, it is episode 105 on April 19th, 2021. We are recording live over at twitch.tv slash AlexAlbisu, like we do every single, pretty much every pretty much every single Monday. Uh, 8.30 p.m. Eastern. Um, we're going to be jumping into some news about Sony. Sony's being Sony again. I don't know if you if you're familiar with what Sony does, but in this case, uh, you know Sony, where that might be taken as as a negative connotation, a lot of people are really happy about Sony being Sony uh, in this case. Uh, with their announcement about leaving the old game system store open, it begs the question: Who cares? Why is this a big deal? So today we talk about that topic: uh, Why they would keep that store open, the life expectancy that we should even consider for these sort of situations. Um, and how old is too old, right? And we're going to talk about that today on Joystick and Mouse. So, gentlemen, before we do that, um, I need to take you guys through a little a little trek with me, okay? I need you guys to go on a journey with me to last episode where we talked about me waiting on my PlayStation 5, bated breath, saying, man, Walmart screwed me over. I didn't get my PlayStation 5 that Friday. I was expecting it. I was looking forward to it, in fact. I really wanted to play certain games that were optimized for that PlayStation 5, like, you know, Days Gone, and I wanted to jump into Miles Morales and all that sort of stuff. So, uh, the day after, after we recorded, I want to take you guys to my uh, to my Twitter page here um if you're watching live you could see my ps5 shipped i got this notification that morning it was like 9 30 close to 10 everybody was like very happy that i ended up uh receiving a notification from walmart saying that it had shipped i was ecstatic and then something crazy happened literally like 15 minutes later a playstation 5 showed up at my door I'll take it. I'm shocked they delivered it to your door. They did. Yeah, everybody I've known that's gotten one from Walmart, I believe, has had to go pick it up at the store. Oh, I had them specifically like go to deliver it like to me. Like that was the option. They could, yeah, they could no. deliver it to me. I yeah, so. I know like Best Buy, that wasn't an option for them either. You had to go pick it up at a store. Oh. But I guess Yeah, no, Best Buy didn't have a ship. Chip two. You yeah. had to go pick it up at a store. Yeah, that's the, the one I Diddy's got delivered to my house. Like Amazon was delivering the houses, but yeah, yeah, I didn't know Walmart was. Well, that's awesome. Yeah, so I, I was super happy about it. I thought it was very funny and very different, like to get a, a a shipping notification from FedEx saying. And by the way, I this has been my experience with FedEx. I don't know about you guys, but I get a delivery notification. They say it's going to come that day, but what that doesn't actually mean is that's going to show up at your day. It's going to show up at the shipping like warehouse where it will go out probably the next day. I've had that happen 99% of the time. The 1% yep. it didn't happen was this situation where I get my PlayStation 5, and I was very happy. And I want to show you guys the picture here on uh, on Twitter. This is my PlayStation 5 sitting on my shelf right above my Xbox Series it X. It's so big. It's so big. That thing is thick. It's big. And also, it's ugly. No, I think it's beautiful. 
No, nah, I love you don't. I do. Love I love it. I love it. Who you, am I talking to you, about you it? You one of those parents with a with an with an ugly baby trying to tell everybody is bro. Cute you don't. You don't. Cute. You don't look at Ari and Jake <laughs> and say that that they're not beautiful. Look no, at them. no. Your kids are beautiful. Look at thankfully. them. Thankfully, look at them. They're gorgeous. They are gorgeous. Same with my baby console. That PS Five is yeah, not. but they get that from Diana. You mean Deanna? <laughs> yeah, Deanna. Oh, that one. Hey, don't. Don't don't get him in look trouble. At all these, on the yeah, look, look at all these haters. Everybody was everybody was giving it crap. Um, yeah, here we go. Lorenzo uh, on Twitter said that uh, haven't really seen horizontal. Looks like a model architecture piece for some fancy museum. Now I want to see little trees around it. I said the exact same thing when I first saw it um, on its side like that. I was like, kind of looks like some modern architecture bullshit. But I, I'll take that I love X style. I love time. it. But so, so the one thing, and by the way, plays great. I think bottom line, it plays really, really well. The controller surprising, like I'm surprised as to how much I absolutely love that controller, by the way. The controller is nice. Isn't it yeah, really it's much good? Better. Yeah. It's really Jadams, have you actually yep. held one? Uh, a controller? Yeah. Like they're, they're the new PS5 controller. Hmm. Yeah, it's I feel quite like nice. I have been a store. This thing, here I went over to go get one. This thing has the same sort of feel, like a. It almost feels like the Pro Controller, the the Switch Pro Controller. You know what I'm talking about? And we always talk about how that's like one mm -hmm. of our favorite controllers. This one kind of has <laughs> a similar feel for me, and I absolutely love it. The PlayStation controllers in the past have been the worst, in my opinion, as far as. You know, oh, like that PS4 like, controller was awful. Awful. The that Dual DualShock, DualShock was controllers terrible. were terrible. This they've really upped their game. So big kudos to PS5 and, and Sony on on. They that looked work. at that. Uh, they looked at that Xbox One controller and that uh, that uh, Nintendo controller yeah. and said, "Oh, we got some work to do." And I got this thing. Hold on. This is that. This is that special edition red controller. Hello. That old that that a Buckeye, yeah. Buckeye is, red. They just uh, as soon as this thing went on went online, at uh at Best Buy, I ended up snagging it, and this thing is is an awesome controller, but you know you hold them kind of side by side, oh, yeah. and they feel they look and feel very similar. So and the Xbox controller has been one of my favorites. So you know, I'm, the I'm very new happy Xbox about that. controller is so nice that like right now I'm not sure where I put my Elite controller. And it really hasn't bothered me to play with like the standard yeah. Series X controller. Uh, mm. I, I'm not going to go old, all old man on them and do it about color colors of controllers. They say Who I'm cares? a grumpy old man. Go on. Who cares what color it is? Hey, I care. Hey, hey. <laughs> Who I care. cares what color the damn controller is? This. Listen, L look at this, this red. <laughs> I know this is great for the for the audio listeners at home, uh, but the, the red is beautiful. Just take my listen. This is a little some extra for our people that come and watch, watch us live. live. Watch us live. Anyway, um, very happy with my PlayStation Five though. Big thanks to uh, Walmart for getting their shit together and getting it to me. Wally World worked it out. You know, yeah. Did he? Um, yeah. What's going on with your knee, by the way? So, so remember how last wait, week I wait, told the story. They say I'm a grumpy old man. Go on again. So I, grumpy old yeah, man. I am. Yeah, this is being an old man. So remember last week how I told the story about leaning into the MRI and 
And, <laughs> well, I get to go be in an MRI again oh, next week. What no happened? What did you kidding. do? Uh, so should I, should I embarrass me? How bad yes. should I embarrass me? Yeah, dude, you're okay. live on the internet. All the, so, All the embarrassment. All the embarrassment. So, okay. So a couple of months, uh, it's probably been, yeah, it's probably been about six months ago. We got a new mattress because our mattress was like 10 years old. And it was, but it's one of those memory foam mattresses. And so it doesn't have the edge to it that a regular mattress does. Okay. Okay. So I sat down on the edge of the bed and it gave way and I fell on the floor. Oh, but man. when I did, I got my foot caught underneath the edge of the bed and it wrenched to my knee. Oh, Jesus Christ. So it's I've been been hobbling around the last month or so, six weeks or so, and it's finally bad enough. I went to the doctor and she's like, yeah, you should go have that looked at because that doesn't sound good. Yeah, right. that's not good. <laughs> Just get it get it looked at. Yeah, if they tell you your knee doesn't sound very good. Your knee's not supposed to make sounds, by the way. <laughs> Just yeah. in general. Uh, yeah, I have. I'm having a tough time going up and down stairs. And, oh, oh, man. No. Well, you, got, you have a fair like amount so, of stairs in your house, yeah. too. Yeah, when you live in a townhouse, it's uh, there's a lot of stairs. If you need any help, time. just let us know. We're right down the road. And we've got our uh, yeah. So, so I get to go have an MRI on it. It'll be fun. Hey, so is that is that new five G chip in your arm going to get all jacked up in the MRI, or what's going to happen? Probably. I told him about that. I said, "Y'all don't stop with this five G." Yeah, I got injected with the five G already, and she's like, "Ah, it's all right. The MRI won't hurt, won't hurt that." Yeah. Oh my god. We have um our our we. Actually, Jay Dimes is fully vaccinated. Let's see, Diddy, you just got done, right? You're, you're I'm fully, fully vaccinated. vaccinated as of Friday. Yeah, and then I am getting my last shot on Wednesday. Everybody, that's exciting. That means that the three of us get to go have a beer sometime soon. I'm very oh, excited we're going about to, that. We are still going to have a beer. <laughs> yeah, so we're we're um yeah we're getting our final shot this Friday, and that'll be really that'll be really nice. Nice little. Uh, a bit of like, you know, let's take that bit of pressure off your shoulders for a little bit until, you know, you got to get your third shot now, it looks like Pfizer's saying. But um, we yeah, have to get a shot every year. Yeah, I think it'd be, like the, be flu, like the flu, right? And that's fine. It's, yeah, it's that's probably going to replace the flu shot. They'll probably give you, like, you'll get a Pfizer flu shot. I can see getting them both together. Yeah. yeah. It'll be one, one, one shot and... Till they just mix uh, the 5G and the 4G together and give you 9G. That's what everybody needs. Shoot them in there. Yeah, that'd be good. Yeah. Uh, but you know, we <laughs> we did have a nice little weekend getaway and just staying socially distant, by the way. Uh, we we went up to the beach when I say we, Deanna and me, and a couple of our friends who we've been kind of in a quarantine bubble with. And uh, it was a wonderful weekend getaway. I want to show you guys this picture of the little beach house that we stayed at this was kind of on the inlet of of the beach this is using the panoramic view on my camera and we had this beautiful little dock right on the inlet you know right off the beach it was so nice quiet no kids by the way no kids oh you didn't take you didn't take little, little no. Aria and they're beautiful jade imes but no <laughs> So we ended up going uh, just just the adults, and it was uh, our friend Justin's birthday. So um, it was a nice little birthday getaway for him, and you know, just just chilling, just the adults. 
at times. Yeah, I, I saw that that picture of the food. Yeah, that's all, where I'm getting all next. I could. All Y'all, I could look at was Maryland. the hush puppies. Oh my god, I love hush puppies. Maryland guys, Maryland amazing. has crab cakes. Or crabs, just in general. I could have cared less about the crabs. Those hush puppies look so. This is a place that we delightful. went to. If you have, if you ever end up in Ocean City, Maryland, head to Crabs to Go. They had some awesome crabs. Here's That's a where look. Where my family is from. Here's a look at the crabs that we ended up getting. We ended up getting, I think, 24 crabs, blue crabs. And no, the hush but look at those hush puppies. Were, look dude, at the. Oh, the look at those. Yo, what did they hit puppies. you for those crabs? How much did they hit you for for 24 crabs? 24 crabs. Um, three orders of hush puppies and two orders of fries was like 150 bucks. <sighs> yeah. Yeah, that's 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 what yeah uh... they were no, that's a good deal, yeah. dude. That's a great deal. Yeah, I'm trying to think of what what we because like there's a place out here we buy we can buy by the dozen. But I'm trying to I can't remember what it is yeah, for dozen. And these were some of the best blue crabs I've ever had in my life. They were so good. Well, yeah, they're fresh out of the fresh from Maryland. You know, Diddy, I got a place out here for you if you if you want some hush puppies. You know, if you all ever come down to get Jamaican, well, uh, we still have to come down to get Jamaican. Well, I will direct you to another place after you leave the Jamaican where you can pick up some hush puppies. There's a place called Scrimp Shack in Dumfries. Okay, and besides having amazing fried fish, um, they have amazing hush puppies. Let me ask you guys this. Do you believe in having anything in your hush puppies like corn or peppers or anything like that? I don't need it, but I'm not opposed to it. You know, yeah, I don't need them. I don't need it, but I'm not opposed to it. I'm I'm severely opposed to it. I am I am like like I have had don't even hush bother. puppies both Why? ways with corn, with pieces of corn, without with nothing, and yeah. it's it's all good. Why would you why would you take up the space of precious, precious carbohydrates to add a fucking vegetable? <laughs> Do you uh do you not like like Thank jalapenos you, in your cornbread? Um it depends on the type of cornbread. If it's like a real sweet cornbread, I don't want jalapenos in it. If it's kind of like a little bit more of a cornmeal-y sort of dry cornbread, I don't mind jalapenos in it. Have you ever had the cornbread out at uh the Whole Foods out in Fair Lakes? No, you know, I don't think I have. So they got a barbecue pit in there. Mm. And you, they have two it. different types of cornbread. You can get regular cornbread, and you can get like the spicy cornbread. Spicy nice. cornbread is pretty legit. Yeah, that sounds good. Yeah, like, but but hush puppies for me, it needs to be sweet little nuggets. Like they did perfect, perfect, absolutely perfect. And I learned something about hush puppies while we were there with uh, with our friends. One of our friends said that back in the day, they used to just take like they used to just make dough. And then roll up all like the leftover scraps in it and bake that. And then they would end up feeding that to the dogs when they would get rowdy during dinner. And that's why they're called hush puppies because they hush the puppies. They would just throw the bread at them. I thought that was cool. That is, that is quite interesting. I thought that was cool. Yeah. You guys don't seem to care. That's fine, though. Are we sure that's the right? That's real. Yeah. <laughs> that's what she said. It sounds real. It is like Cass. If Cass says it's, it. it's real, that sounds real. Oh, Cass said it already. Yeah. Well, well, yeah. yeah. Back when the I'll kitchen wasn't part of the house, Audie says. So, Audie, we get we get chat confirmation as well. Mm, See, all right, got it. Yeah, I learned something today. I had no idea. Yeah, yeah, it's legit. Um, well, friends, we have some some news to jump into here uh, about this PlayStation Store business. So why don't we go ahead and jump right into that? It's time for the news. 
All right, Sony has changed its decision and will now be keeping the PlayStation Store operational uh, for the PlayStation 3 and PS Vita devices. As detailed on the PlayStation blog, this is a reversal from its announcement in March 2021 that it would be closing down the PlayStation Store for PS3 and PSP on July 2nd, 2021, and for the PSN Store for the Vita on August 27th, 2021. So, and they completely reversed it after a, there was a huge backlash from the PlayStation community around this for some reason, which we're going to talk about. Um, their CEO, uh, Jim Ryan, came out and said in a letter that said, uh, it was clear that we made the wrong decision here and that the stores for PlayStation 3 and PS Vita will continue to live on. However, PSP commerce functionality will still end on July 2nd, 2021. When we initially came to the decision to end purchasing support for PS3 and PS Vita, it was born out of a number of factors, including commerce support challenges for older devices and the ability for us to focus more on our resources on newer devices where a majority of our gamers are playing on. We will we see now that many of you are incredibly passionate about being able to continue purchasing classic games on PS3 and PS Vita for the foreseeable future. So I'm glad we were able to find a solution to continue operations. Um, so, and by the way, this was met with a lot of enthusiasm. This, this news about the, the reversal of this was met very positively. And I was, I was very surprised about that. This actually, when this decision came out earlier in March, that they were going to be shutting down those, those stores, honestly, I was like, yeah, okay, duh. Like, it's an old platform. Nobody's using them anymore. Boy, was I wrong, because supposedly everybody and their mother still uses their PlayStation Vita, their PS Vita. And um, people are still really enthusiastic about still playing their, their PS3. So I'm... Do you Pretty know anyone with the PS Vita? Yes, because I had some people tweeting at me um, when I was asking for people's perspectives on this. Uh, Brain Goo had reached out saying that he still actively plays his PS Vita and that he's very glad about this news. So let, let, yeah, let's open know. it up, Diddy. Go well, ahead. Okay. The, oh, the, go can ahead, I Jay. ask a follow-up yeah, yeah. question? To that, Are they making new games for the Vita? Nope. No. So what... What are people buying? Games that I they haven't know. played yet? I don't know. Mine's sitting in a drawer. I haven't touched it in years. I, I have no clue what the hell. I do. This is one of those where I think people just want to be upset. It's, it's like you're not playing on a PS Vita. There are 15 other freaking systems to play other than that that are newer and they haven't come out with a game in years right for it yeah i i this is people are just i this is almost like we want to be mad about something so we're gonna be this is the one we picked this week to be mad about i don't where mine's at <laughs> i understand like i can understand the ps3 like people being upset about the PS3, I'm sure there are a lot of people that still have PS3s, kids, what have you. Um, I just never felt like the Vita, and this may be more specifically in like America. I, I, th I, I th my understanding is that it had a much better um, 
uh, purchase rate in like Japan and in other Asian countries. But it, it never seemed to take off in the U.S. It, I, it was pretty popular here. I mean, I don't. I wouldn't say that it was well, the most popular I, handheld console, but it was. Yeah, but it, I mean, it wasn't doing it was pretty much Switch. a flop, though. It wasn't doing Switch or, no, not at all. or, or yeah. DS numbers. You know what right. I mean? Um, I don't even think. Yeah, it wasn't doing anything. Yeah, but I do. But I do think that like this is probably the fault of Nintendo and Microsoft right because those two brands have made people used to not having end of life yeah on a device you know what i mean like you can still you have a 360 you can still buy stuff for a 360 you know you've got uh a d well i mean i guess if you've got like a you got a DS or DS Lite, you know, you can you can still buy games for it. Well, no, there's nothing new for it. But, but you know, the big thing the big thing about this that that we have to take into consideration is that not everything on the PlayStation 5 and PlayStation 4 are backwards compatible. So where a lot of people are coming from in this argument is that they still want access to go in and buy and download uh the the games that they grew up with and i think in playstation 3 and the, like the ps vita like the ps vita so take the ps the psp for instance like that is a you know a, a bunch of games there that were only where most of them are actually only playable on those devices like you can't play them on a playstation 5 and i think that where a lot of people would be okay with this is if PlayStation allowed for that backwards compatibility and they just don't for whatever reason. I don't know the complexity behind it, but do you guys have any perspective there? But, but what game for the PS Vita are you playing 265 years later? I mean, seriously. <laughs> I, listen, I'll be honest I, with you. I, I can count the number of Xbox 360 games that I have bothered to go back and play. Yeah, on my Xbox One. It's great that they're there and available. Mm -hmm. um, and Will plays more than I do, but he typically plays them on his 360, not on his Xbox One. Yeah. Um. So while I think it's great that Microsoft is in and and Nintendo to an extent are giving people access to those backwards compatibility to that backwards compatibility, I just don't think it's a big deal. I don't think it's a big selling point. Well, there's, like, yeah, there's also... I don't think it should be as big of a selling point. Yeah, there's, so there's, I'm reading through a lot of, a lot of feedback on, on Twitter and everything, and one of the things that people are talking, like, they're naming games like Ratchet and Clank, the Metal, Metal Gear Solid series and Metal Gear Solid 4, God of War games, Diddy, um, <laughs> Infamous 1 and 2, are the God of Slot. War games not backwards compatible? That's what some people are claiming. I don't now actually. That's a, that's a different issue, right? Like, like some somebody dropped the ball there because I feel like you should be able to play the God oh, of War yes. games on the current generation. Well, that's and that's why I'm just leaving money on the table. But that's where that's where my biggest issue with this comes down to is it's like you could, in essence, Sony, save yourself a ton of. A, a ton of operational expense if you were to you know maybe it's easier for me to save just make them backwards compatible but i don't know if 
there's so many uh, situations coming up where there's backwards compatibility for a lot of these older games. It just feels kind of like a no-brainer. Like they should, they, they should make that investment to make this stuff future-proof. Especially if you're going to hold up the legacy of some of these older games that people are really passionate about. Like that's something that we can't just discount. Like if somebody can't go back and play, like if they're super into Little Big Planet One. Right, like there's a lot that went into that game. People making worlds and other things like that, and they want the opportunity to go back and and buy that or encourage their friend to go play this thing that they made. Like, there, there's a little bit of blood, sweat, and tear in that. So I kind of get where that's coming from. But then again, you know, just do it on your new PlayStation Five. Like, I can play really? Dark Cloud on my PlayStation Five. That's a PlayStation Two game, and I bought it for the PlayStation Four, and I can play it on PlayStation Five. Well, I feel like you? a lot of that stuff. Oh yeah, yes, absolutely. Because uh, Dark Cloud, uh, it, all you need to do is hop in Dark Cloud and run around for a little bit in those dungeons, realize how bad of a game it was, and listen to the music for me to feel that little hit of nostalgia, and I love it. For for five minutes, and then you're done. Yeah, like, you know what? It's worth it bucks, for bro. for the and four people that are still playing. And I'm also a snob, I, you know. Yeah, I, I'm. All, I I feel like you know what? Some things just end. It's just done. I, and if, if it, I don't get to go play God of War two anymore, all right. But no, I mean, how many more times? How many times can you play it? Well, a lot. So I, guess. I think that I think that goes into like. I think there's a different discussion that should be had about games that are like the foundation of your system right like microsoft's done this with halo like you've been able to play all of the halo games on every microsoft system that existed right after the after the original game has came out so uh -huh. like we could play the original halo on the 360 they gave us a bump for the xbox one Right, they gave all of them a bump for Series X. Right, Microsoft is saying, okay, this these are games that are a part of the foundation of our system. You should be able to play it. I think Sony should have that same opinion of God of War and of Uncharted. You know, like you should always be able to play those games, no matter what system you, which PlayStation that you have. Mm -hmm. Like that should be available. Yeah. Well, um, I agree with you there. That and that's sort of Sony being Sony, right? That's right. But I, yeah. I don't think if I don't see the purpose in a backwards compatibility game, if you are not going to do anything to the game to make it a better experience on new technology, on new technology. Yeah. And Audi in, in chat says Sony's been very unfriendly to backwards compatible, yep. compatible stuff just to move forward. But Microsoft jumped on being the back compatible service. And what I think that has done to the industry is helped people realize just how much people still want to hold on to those old games and and right. to not it's not necessarily so important for them to play it on that playstation 3 perhaps it is a i just want to be able to jump into that game and play it like yeah. for me to dude I, you you know how many times i bought final fantasy 7 i, I bought lot. it at least five or six times that's yeah. a lot like but i want the opportunity to play that on on the system that i that i that i have right yeah to just make I, it friendly for the consumer to be able to own that license you know 
that that's a step in the right direction i think also to, to piggy, piggyback on what adi said like microsoft doing that i don't i don't feel like was totally altruistic like they are marking they are using that backward compatibility to fund a service of uh, to fund game pass essentially mm -hmm. right like if you go into game pass a lot of the games that are available in game pass are backwards compatibility games from the 360 yeah and some of those games have been like you know updated some of them haven't but they, they've they've used that to to pull a lot of uh a lot of new games yeah in, or a lot of new gamers in into the system um but yeah i i wouldn't have i don't think i would have pitched a fit about it like if microsoft came out and was like listen we're not we're not supporting these 360 games anymore you wouldn't have you wouldn't get up in arms that you nope. can't play banjo kazooie nope. or nope. i don't know the the only two games that i think i have actually th four games that i think <laughs> i've actually gone back to play have been the modern warfare games for book call of duty which which they have actually at this point remastered for current generation mm -hmm. um black ops which they've remastered for current generation right or in that that might not have been a remaster that might have just been back compat and i went back and i replayed spec ops the line at one point but at this point i can play spec ops the line on steam so like that's not even that's not even a big problem to me anymore yeah but yeah uh, i have a hard enough time getting through my backlog of current generation dude that's I, my I thing time to be yeah really worried about old games that i can't replay i don't have time to replay games i'm trying to play the stuff i haven't played yet <laughs> yeah yeah me too you know i wanted to bring up this this is a good question like what is the life expectancy of a game system and the ecosystem that goes along with it and i think that those are two those are two separate questions and i'd like to start with the game system piece first and because like to me if you have a like a standard life expectancy maybe like Eight to ten years, man. Yeah, like Eight a ten, ten, like ten years max is what I was gonna say. If you get ten years out of out of a console, I think you've done well. Yeah, and that and that, by the way, I, is the is the done console, incredibly well. <laughs> that, that that is like like lifespan of Xbox uh, One, for instance, right? Like, it, not to include Xbox One S or One X. It's like Xbox One as like a, a thing as a as a uh, as a console. And then now, like this this year, you know, the past several months have, have started the lifespan of the PlayStation Five and the Xbox Series X. So when we think about, think well, about Alex, just gonna throw this out here real yeah, yeah. quick. We got eleven years out of the three sixty life. Yeah, and that was pushing really it. that was pushing it. Yeah, it came like I'm looking at the Wikipedia page. They're listing the lifespan as being two thousand five to two thousand sixteen. Although 2000 and that's I mean it's it's eleven yeah, years instead like, of ten, but yeah, the Xbox One didn't come out till 2016. 2016? No, um, 2013. So yeah. I, I I think you got to dock three years. So not eleven years. You got well, yeah, eight. It's, it's, it's mostly. And see, I just said seven. Yeah, I, I just said my life expectancy of a system is seven years. But we're talking about technology here because when something comes out, there it's obsolete. Yeah, I mean that's just the way it is. Um, you know, I 
buy a graphics card six months later, there's a new one. Yeah. I mean, I just the way it is, that's mm -hmm. technology. Yeah. So I mean, we're, we're looking at eight years in current generation. So, that's why it's so like getting, 10 years is pushing getting it, but seven it's years. Yeah. I, I would say seven years is probably the longest you can go before technology reaches a point where that system just isn't viable anymore. Yeah. And, and this other piece of this conversation around the ecosystem, uh, I'm actually a little bit interested in getting your all's perspective on this, because to me, the ecosystem should be, you know, everlasting, in my opinion. And when I think ecosystem, here's, here's my definition, right? Like the PlayStation Now store should be a continuous experience from one platform of the PlayStation experience to the other. So what we got with PlayStation 4 to PlayStation 5 is a great example of this. I was able to download all of my PlayStation 4 games onto my PlayStation 5, including my save files and everything. I picked up right where I was on Ghost of Tsushima when I fired it up on my PlayStation 5. Like, that's a great experience as a consumer. Um, and then, you know, it's and, and also, like, the cloud services that go along with it, right? Like, as any cloud, like, if you were to look at xCloud, which we'll get into a little bit later in the show, too, but xCloud is a good example of architecture that should continue to grow with the times and be a seamless like ever living ecosystem it shouldn't be like x cloud goes away like unless there's some major marvel that goes beyond cloud gaming to kind of take that to the next level that's a different story but as far as the cloud gaming structure like ecosystem goes that should be ever you know everlasting right what are your all thoughts diddy i'd like to start with you my well so i i'm okay with you know i i dislike when the companies rebrand their online presence i mean yeah. sony's had about five different names microsoft has had 312 different names um you know it was gold and live and x cloud and xbox live and they they, they've had about, you know, a whole bunch of different things. But I agree that the ecosystem should stay the same throughout the life. It just just metamorphos into whatever the current platform is. There has to come a time, though, where they, where they say, hey, we realize that, that this is going to impact a small number of people. But as of, you know, July 1st, 2021 playstation 3 games will no longer new playstation 3 games will no longer be available you will still be able to buy all the old ones mm -hmm. you can still keep what you have but you're just you just won't be able to buy anything new mm -hmm. and i think i yeah you can, there comes to a point you know I, as a developer i'm definitely in the uh, end of life Oh my god that's being kept around way too long you guys should replace that you know mentality yeah jay what are your thoughts um i think you should have some level of continuity um i don't know that we've really had it ever until this generation yeah that's that's a really good point right like this um, is the first time that we're really starting to see that true there and, and there was no expectation of it between 
360 and Xbox One right. or PlayStation 3 and PlayStation 4. Because nobody um, was really buying stuff online on the 360, right? Like, I'm no. trying to think. Like, there was no... I yeah, think the store, the, the store existed, but did people... Act, I felt like it was way more... Um, like, like people were going... People were way more way physical to, focused, but Yeah, I that's bought, what I'm trying to say, yeah. I bought, I bought a good amount of stuff digitally. Did you? On the 360. Yeah. I mean, it, maybe it was probably closer to the end, you know, when you had people had faster internet. I mean, think about it when the 360 and the PlayStation three first came out, like broadband isn't what it is now. Um, but it was getting there towards the end. So, you know, that, that was... had, that has a huge impact on, on, um, on digital downloads. But I, I, I think an expectation is going to be set from here going forward that, will have more seamlessness between uh, between consoles. But, like, you know, if you look at what Phil Spencer says about Xbox, like, like it's all it, it's all Xbox One from here out. You know mm. what I mean? Like, I don't think going forward, regardless of what system you own, I don't think you're going to see huge technology shifts, even if we keep seeing new consoles. I don't think we're going to see huge shifts in capabilities of consoles right? where it's going to have a big impact on what you can do. Yeah. Right? Um, even like, you know, we'll, we're supposed to get this new switch. I, I think sometime towards the end of the year or something is the rumor. And, and I, expect soon, yeah. that, I expect that that new switch, if you, if you have an old switch and you buy a new switch, I expect that like, there's not going to be, a big shift. I would, I, I would, it, I don't know if this is actually possible because of the screen size, but I would kind of expect that you'd be able to use your joy cons, mm. uh, attach them to the new ones. But if they use a bigger screen, then you've got to kind of got to deal with dimensions to make sure that the edges stay the same. So I, yeah. Yeah, I don't know if they'll be able to do that. Um, but yeah. yeah, physical continuity. I think like, yeah, that's a tricky one for Nintendo because, like you look at what Xbox was able to do with their controllers, making those seamless from going from Xbox One to Series X. They were, you know, remember we talked about it on this show, the shady little like, yeah, you could bring your old controller here, and uh, you know that that continuity thing is is one thing. I thought that was petty, but um, hardware yeah. continuity I think is is going to be a thing of the past anyway. Just considering uh, the move to cloud gaming that that we're anticipating. But hey, um, Alex, software, I think, should be everlasting. Yeah. I would say if, the one thing I'll say about Nintendo is they have never been afraid to march to the beat of their own drum. Absolutely. And their audience has always allowed them to do so. Yep. And, so, I'm, and I'm totally cool with Nintendo doing that because Nintendo has earned their they, Yeah, they've earned, <laughs> they've earned they've earned the right to do that, right? Because they've come up with some of the most iconic wonderful uh games and worlds to to for us to play in yeah um yeah, I, yeah to go back to your point up until give it seven to ten years ago people didn't have the infrastructure to have mm -hmm. an online presence the way they do now i mean 
it was a big deal to try to try and download a DVD of of data. Oh my mm. god, it would have taken forever. <laughs> With you know, even even what seven years ago would have taken forever to do that. Um, so I think I, I think going forward we're going to see a lot more continuity because a lot more people are plugged in and a lot more people are online. A lot more people have their game systems online than they ever did before. Yeah, used used to be people went out. I was it the PlayStation Two? Do they have? They it had, had a. It had a network. You had to buy the network f- adapter separately, right? Yeah, I think so. It was free. It was a free service, though. Yeah. Yeah. Because remember that was like the time where everybody was playing like SOCOM and and those games. Final Fantasy, I think, was the first one I remember that was online. Yeah, Final you could Fantasy play 11. it online. I don't know um, why I thought Dreamcast was the first system. No, I think Dreamcast had it too. That, Dreamcast that was all about had the same, it too. That was yeah. all about the same time though, too. About the same time. Maybe um, Dreamcast was the first one that had it built in. Yeah, maybe it was. Maybe you needed like a separate, a separate adapter for network. But on the so, too. so think about that. Uh, when the PlayStation Three hit and the Xbox Three Hundred and Sixty, those were really that. Okay, Ben. My- Oh, hold on. There we go. Sorry, my computer's being stupid. Go ahead. Sorry, say again. <laughs> when the PlayStation 3 and the Xbox 360 and the, what was Nintendo's then? We? The GameCube? Well, the GameCube wasn't online, I don't think. So, but those those systems were the first ones with network really built into them, too. That took advantage of an internet connection. Yeah, so it, it really was a paradigm shift for for gaming, per se. Yeah, well, I mean, even for even for um, PC gaming, you know, that's when MMOs started to get really popular. Yes. Was right about that time because people had the infrastructure to to be online like, and play a game, like freaking Ever um, EverQuest. EverQuest, yeah, thank you. GameCube had broadband connectivity. They had online gaming. Yeah, I believe that. Did they? Mm-hmm. It might have. You, it it wasn't remember. built in. You had to buy an adapter. You had to buy the or adapter. Either a network right. or, yeah. or a modem. But yeah, yeah. they had a built in. They had, they had something. Well, friends listening, I want you guys to to write in and let us know if this move that PlayStation did was of a benefit to you. I've had some folks write into us, including Brain Goose. So feel free to email joystickandmouse at gmail.com. Let us know if this is a big deal for you as far as um, Sony, you know, going back on their word. Uh, and, and speaking of like the internet and gaming, we have a full stream ahead piece here talking about uh, Microsoft's xCloud service coming to iPhone and PC this week. This is exciting. So uh, this has been something that um, that we've been talking a lot about, right? Like xCloud, first of all, is this Netflix for games, if you want to think of it that way. It's going to be $14.99 per month. Um, and, you know, you, you basically get the Game Pass Ultimate plan and and you can play all these titles and it's it's really really great if you want a cloud gaming subscription i think this is this is the moment where microsoft's already i think winning the war quote unquote i hate calling it the console war or whatever but it it is what it is 
And I think that this is a really, really exciting time. And I'm very interested to see a couple of things. One, how many people really embrace it? And two, really how well it actually uh, performs. So with this in mind, Diddy, actually, I'd like to start with you. What are your thoughts and anticipations with xCloud really hitting the mainstream? So, okay. So here's, here's, here's the thing that would be make this perfect is um not too long ago i got a macbook air i would love to be able to play my pc games on that macbook air would like to be able to take the get take it around the house like say i'm sitting downstairs instead of sitting here at my pc if i could have the service running in the cloud and be able to play on that that would be exceptional so i'm looking forward to it I am in the beta, so um, I will let you know when it starts up Friday. Yeah, maybe you could try it over the weekend and let us know here on the show. That'd be um, fun to see. But yeah, I think I'm expecting big things from it. Microsoft has put a lot of thing into it. I have uh, Xbox Ultimate, um, which gets you this automatically, which is really nice. Yep. Yeah, so $14.99, I think, is for the service, and then you could pay extra. If you have Game Pass Ultimate, it gets you it for free, right? Right, yes. So we all have Game Pass Ultimate, so we could just jump right in. And that might be something that we that we test out for the for the sake of the show, I think. I think that would be, yeah, we have some games that we've played off of Xbox Game Pass. Uh, it, we should maybe try a jam session doing it mm-hmm. on um, xCloud. Yeah. Sorry, what are they calling it? Xbox Cloud Cloud, cloud Gaming. Yeah. Uh, Microsoft, to... stop changing the name. XCloud was a good name. Leave it alone. Xbox <laughs> Cloud Gaming is is what it's called. Very well, like I, vanilla. I, I think the problem they run into is that XCloud is give the service that is available to game manufacturers who want to take want to take uh, advantage of being able to offload some of the resources needed to run the game to the cloud versus a service that is providing a hundred percent cloud gaming of an entire game on the go. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, we've talked about this before. I, I, I'm hoping that this works. I hope it takes, takes off because I don't, I didn't want to buy this console. <laughs> so well, yeah. And that's, I don't want to buy another console. And yeah. Nobody made you buy this console. You don't say that. that. This own. is all pure pressure. You and I were God of God of war made me buy this console. Is that what it was? God yeah, of war. God of war. <laughs> Fucking Kratos. Hey, so J dimes is the, uh, expert Microsoft Xbox enthusiast. What are you, what, what's your thought on this whole thing? Um, I mean, I, I'm still a little irked about <laughs> having to play it over the browser. Um, I don't know how much of a difference that'll really make as far as latency and all that. All Bro, that hit stuff. that F12 it's button on your back. Google Chrome. It'll be fine. Man, my Google Chrome isn't even hooked up. No, I'm talking about uh, like your, not your Chromecast, but like in Google, like you can uh, maximize it so that there's no stuff, you know, like you don't Oh, see. no, no, no. I'm, I'm thinking, I, I was talking more about like on my mobile phone. Oh, um, okay. Gotcha. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, see, I can't see playing it on a phone. I think it's too I small. I don't, I agree. I, don't, I man, have listen. zero interest. In, okay. Maybe on an so, iPad. All right. So just just for like frame of reference, I played a couple of hours of Odyssey 
on my phone streaming from my from my xbox and it was fine it do you have a little hookup perfectly like, fine the the thing that connects to a controller that hooks up to your phone yeah which one do you have i have two of them and one worked better than the other and i forgot to return the other um <laughs> the 8-bit one is my preference okay um and then i also had the power a one but my phone is a little too big for it. Oh, so yeah, the 8-bit was better balanced with the phone of of the size that I have. But um, they were both built well. Just like if you've got a regular size phone, like the Power A1 is fine. If you've got like a Pro Max, you probably need the 8-bit. Uh, Does Twitch have a browser built in? sure where it is. Yeah, like I don't if, think so. If I could hold, if I could like hold my Xbox controller like this, and maybe look at the look at the phone while I'm doing it, maybe that would work. Man, I just I'm I not also a big have, fan of it. I also have one of these stands like this, um, that like I could set a tablet or my phone it's on. So small though. I mean, uh, yes, it's big, but I mean it. It like for me. Like playing it on my phone is like, hey, I'm doing something else, mm -hmm. but I want to be able to play. Yeah. Yeah, um, I guess I'm just, I don't know. Like, I'm going to give it the good old college try. Maybe I'll be turned around, but I'm kind of in the same camp as Diddy. It just feels like I wouldn't be able to see everything on the screen. Like, I mean, I'd the TV and... replacement, the TV replacement method is, yeah, play it on your computer mind. Yeah. But like, on the go, sitting on the couch, sitting at my desk, uh, like somebody else is watching TV or whatever. Pop it up on your phone. Yeah. I just think this is a great opportunity to get an iPad. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I have an iPad Pro. Yeah. I'm actually thinking about getting rid of my iPad Pro, giving it to Will and getting in. Oh, I'll, say, I'll take it. But yeah. Um, I mean, listen, if you want to buy it, I, I might make you a deal. Will might be... Maybe we'll might be short. Um, yeah, this is this is something that I mean, I'm I'm looking forward to seeing how this goes, because I like like you guys like I'm this is the cloud gaming service that I think has the best shot of making it long term like Stadia. Not so much. I mean, there's been a lot of issues with Stadia when we, when we first came out. It's been a year, but it also it, it like, you know, it's it's coming around there are a lot of people out there that love it our friend bill over at you know nerd nest and all of his stuff like he does stadia cast and he loves it um it just kind of has left a bad taste in my mouth which may or may not be fair and in fact i still have look at this hold on wait I sit right here my stadia founder stadia founder controller right Yo, there i had, I had I a great know, idea the other too. day um, um, but I, and I wanted that system to work, but I don't know. I mean, like this is, that's why I'm just optimistic. I want, I want all this stuff to work because this is what our future deserves. This is what our children deserve to have is seamless, uh, wireless gaming that, that doesn't require a huge investment and they can have accessibility to all the games and titles that we love. Uh, this is what I want for you know what progeny. Is that the word? Yeah, go ahead. They should they should get in bed with Steam. Who? Well, yeah. Stadia, and I'll, I'm going to tell you why. All right. I, one of the biggest problems I have with Stadia 
is buying the games from them. Yes, yeah. me too. Absolutely. And I think if they 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 made a deal with somebody who had a better standing, a better marketplace, a better standing in the marketplace. Whereas if the hardware for goes down, like I know that I can still play these games at, at in this place. I would be yeah. better off. Because even though I have that free Stadia that I got, yep. I haven't bought a single game from yeah, Stadia. With the, exception, yeah, with the exception, I bought the Borderlands Ultimate Edition. Borderlands 3 Ultimate Edition. Only because they gave me a $10 gift card and the game was $10. Yeah, I, I have not bought a game off Stadia. Not one. I bought that one, their, their first exclusive, which was pretty cool. It was kind of like a little scary game with a flashlight where you have to shine a light on ghosts yeah. and demons and stuff. Mm -hmm. That was kind of neat. It was fun. Um, I never beat it. it, it the, the lag stuff just kind of caught me off. I don't know, man, but I don't know. I want to, I want to throw it out there also to the listeners. Like if you guys are going to try X cloud, um, you know, write in with your experiences too, because I want us to be able to like share just a variety. Like if we're having a very stark view of what it is and and how it how it's experienced like how we're experiencing it and somebody has a very contrasting view to that i want us to be able to talk about it so well xbox got xbox is poised and positioned perfectly yeah they have they have the games they have the infrastructure they have the service they have I mean, they so did Google, all. though. I'm, that's all I'm saying. Google was in just Google, as good of a, of a position. They but they don't have the games. Nah, I never they think Google was, as, was in as good a position. No? The, the no. Problem yeah, with, the games, that's a good point. That's a good they point. had the money. They the had money. the money, and, the and they, had the, they had infrastructure. Yeah. yeah. But I think they lacked the loyal audience that you need to, to get this good off point. the ground. Yeah. Right. Good point. Well, here's um, where I see where this might go. This might, mm -hmm. this is where it might. Yeah. So one of the games that, that we like to play is we like a couple of these survival games, Raft, Grounded, yeah, whatever. Um, those are available on Xbox. I own them on Xbox. If I've got a half an hour to kill, sometime if I can fire up my phone, go into my saved Grounded game. Do some stuff. Go collect some materials. Build some more fence. Do that. Then come back out. And then when I come back home, jump back on my PC, and those things are still there, I think that's when Microsoft yeah. wins. Yep. I think that's that's when they win. Yep. Audi's on Team Microsoft, by the way. He got an iPad Pro. He's Team Xbox. Bring it, he says. I want an, I want yeah. an iPad Pro. You know me. I, I have all the devices it's, I know. I it's know. bad well write and in let us know if you have any uh thoughts on this by the way friends at home you can email joystickmouse at gmail.com uh, before we jump into the end of the show guys i want us to uh to talk about a game that i've been playing yes and the reviews were so mixed they I'm were surprised so <laughs> i was uh i was playing this game here uh where first of all it was i i had thursday off and I ended up playing. Uh, I, I, I wanted to find a game. I just, I, I just wanted it off. I was, I was gonna leave on nice. Friday uh, for for the beach, and I was like, I'm, I just need time off. I've been going and going. 
So I decided to look through the Xbox Game Pass marketplace and I found this brand new game that came out just a few days ago called Rain on Your Parade. And it was such a silly adventure. And I ended up playing the entire thing on stream and it took about a few hours. So the entire game, as you can see here, this is just, uh, I'm replaying what I the playthrough that I did on Twitch. The entire game consists of you playing a cloud raining on people and screwing things up think untitled goose game but you're playing as like a little floating cloud and uh this it's super easy super intuitive uh sort of puzzle like and it was such a fun little experience um a variety of different challenges and, and levels that you have to do and and thing and powers that you get as a cloud where you can shoot lightning out of your butt um, yeah. rain on people and then also create tornadoes and other stuff. The levels aren't just you raining on people. There's one where it's almost like you're, you're controlling a horde of zombies, uh, with, with the rain that you're creating. Um, there's another one where it's almost like a tower defense esque sort of experience that I thought was really neat. So it just, it was, it offered a variety of, of gameplay experiences in a package that was not that didn't take itself too seriously whatsoever, which is kind of the lackadaisical, lighthearted experience that I needed on Thursday after a week of just intense work and other things going on. I just needed some time to chill. And this was such a fun little game. Again, this was this is super approachable. I just used a controller the entire time when I played it. Uh, you could use keyboard and mouse, but I think they actually recommend that you use a controller just given the control scheme of it. So much easier. Uh, to use and it was a quick download on on game pass not a big game whatsoever like i said i beat it in about three hours and uh it, it's one of those sort of games where you just want to knock out a quick little fun stupid game like this is the sort of game to to do it with so the game is rain on your parade at the very end of the game spoiler alert you get to rain on a parade and it's hilarious yeah. so uh you can find it on game pass uh, i was playing it on pc but i'm sure it's on xbox as well so silly it's silly and if you just need yeah. a silly game go play it or go watch my my replay on twitch i'm actually going to put together a compilation to put on youtube so that'll be fun it's also really funny like picking people up with your tornado ability and just circling them around like throwing them everywhere yeah. it's it's complete chaos think like untitled goose game but as a cloud that's what it is so i would give it like a solid solid like three out of five i don't know what's our what's our rating scale these days out of 10 right actually whatever so, we whatever we feel you like you know it's like a, a three out of five that's what i'm feeling go check it out anyway um that hey, is we, yeah yeah go ahead before we close out the show i just want to plug tomorrow for the first time in the history of xbox mlb the show will show up that's your jam it is one of the only reasons that I had a PlayStation PlayStation 3 or 4. Yeah, and historically that had been an exclusive to Sony. It, and Sony is still consoles. making the game, and Major League Baseball has forced them to put it on other consoles. And it's included say, on Game Pass. They're not, yes, they're not it putting it out on Xbox out of the goodness of their heart. It's, it's included yeah. on Game Pass, yeah. which tells you MLB that... MLB made them. Yeah, yeah. That, that tells you kind of 
the power that a subscription service like Game Pass has. And by the way, there is rumor that Sony is going to be coming out with their own subscription service that is similar to Game Pass, not the PS Plus you know, subscription that you get today, which gives you access to a certain library of games, which exists, but it's very small compared to Game Pass. They're looking at a more uh like inclusive like like big library of games similar but to what will microsoft it, is doing. will it include all first party day one that's going to be the thing like that's that's the thing that hits you in the pocket when yep. you give up your your first party games yep. but i've but. played i've played uh the um the uh the beta for mlb the show on on the series x mm -hmm. and it is beautiful good wonderful it is going to be the best baseball game that the xbox has ever had Love i'm it. so bad at sports games love it and, but the show is so much fun um and i listened to an interview that major nelson had with one of the developers and he was he was explaining how they've built mechanisms to teach people how to play the game hmm just as a part of like your normal ramp up in a game they have like tried they 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 only they only let you do so much at a time so that you can learn what it is that you're doing so like at the beginning of the game like you won't even bat you'll just pitch oh okay so that you can learn pitching and then they do something similar with like fielding so that you're only responsible for fielding and they give you little guides like you need to make your player run down this path so that they can properly field the ball all right so, no, I'm down to try it. I, I I think it'll be great. Baseball is one of my dad's favorite pastimes, and he's always enjoyed playing those games on like whatever system it is from like the beginning of time. So I'm thinking about downloading it and, and letting him try it as well. And I think that that'd be that'd be a fun thing for us to try. That's right. Did, did he never play? He never bought the PlayStation version because he no. has a PlayStation. 4. Um. No. You know what? No, I don't think he did. I don't think he has. Okay. So we'll, we'll have to try. This year's the Jackie Robinson edition. Ooh, neat! Um, Love it. Yeah. Love it. Well, friends listening at home, that's going to do it. That's a show. Let's clap it out, gentlemen. And like we like to say at the end of this show, you can always reach us by heading over to joystickandmouse.com. All of our contact information is there, including where we stream, how often we stream, all of our Twitter handles, etc. So if you'd like to reach out, out to us individually, you can do that. Again, joystickandmouse.com. If you'd like to comment on anything that we talked about today, email joystickandmouse at gmail.com, and we will bring it up on the next episode. So with that, until next time, Diddy. See you later, folks. Jay Dimes. Take it easy. And for me, be good to yourself. Be good to others. Take care. If you like this show, check out more great content at incastmedianetwork.com. Diamond Club hopes you have enjoyed this program. <laughs>